Well, hello, hello. It's me, Kelly, showing up for you again here, trying to fill in the gaps in between where one season ends and another season begins on the podcast. Lovingly known as Unfold with Kelly Wynn at the moment, but we may be opening up new channels come January 1st. But for now, let's just stick with this Unfold and the in-between series I'm wrapping up the end of my week. It's Sunday night, so you're probably listening to this on Monday. Hopefully, you're having an amazing start to your week. It's something that I really love, like that renewal of the first day of the week and ready to set our intentions with hopefully all of the things that are in our heart, our hopes, and our dreams, and and make this a good week. It's all about how you approach it. (laughs) If you hate Mondays... That's because it's a choice you've made to hate Mondays. But I'm hoping that maybe I can flip the script for you and help you see it a different way. The world is so full of potential. There's so much in front of us right here, right now, and so much that we can do. You're probably listening to this because you're a creative being. You're inspired to think big, have visionary, change maker, leadership kind of inspired roles that you want to take for your future. You want to do something remarkable with your life instead of just sitting around letting it happen to you. That's what I've been talking about this whole year. So for those of you who haven't met me yet, I am an artist and an author and a total Instagrammer because that's probably where you found me. I'm a mother and a wife, and I'm very proud of those roles, and I don't think I talk about them often enough, but they are integral uh, to who I am and how it's shaped me to where I am right now, and I'm realizing that more and more every day. I am also the owner of Color Crush, which is a multiple six-figure art course company, and I'm really proud of the fact that I've been able to build up a business of my own that's really successful. And I'm not going to hide that. I'm not going to hide behind that anymore. The fact that I am really proud of what I've been able to build and how many people I've been able to help in the process of doing that. And the reason I'm telling you that now is because I'm also letting you know, I am your creative business coach. I have a lot of really cool programs and offers that I'm in the process of developing right now. And so I just wanted to be able to share with you how like lit up and excited I am about this process and this path that I've been on. I'm also a world traveler. Well, I get to say world now because I've been to Europe and I've obviously been here to North America where I'm stationed, where I'm stationed, where I live here in Maryland, which is pretty close to Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States. I am native Californian, but somehow ended out here on the East Coast adapting to a completely different way of life. Uh, My husband and I met and married in 98 and moved out here in 99. And I've pretty much been an East Coast girl ever since then, except for the three and a half years that I had the privilege of living in Belgium and traveling around Europe. And I've been back several times, but For those of you who have been following along, either listening to the podcast or following me on Instagram, or if you're on my newsletter, then you know it's no secret. I am going to Nepal in just a week and a half. And yes, I'm a little bit nervous and a whole lot excited about this opportunity. I really feel it in my whole being that it's going to change me. 
and maybe in just small ways or in big ways. I don't know, but I'm really opening up my heart to this possibility of what this trip will be. A lot of this is putting trust in the fact that it's going to just unfold as it's meant to be. Yeah, I know. I realize how big of a word that is in my life, unfold. I think we always continue to unfold. But when put in a situation, I should say, a country that's completely foreign to the way that I've lived my life, I have no choice but to just adapt and roll with it. And I've already set my mind that I'm going to arrive and just soak it in and go with the flow. I'm not going to try and control the situation. So a lot of times when I'm traveling, it's like, where's the coffee? Where's the bathroom? Is my bed going to be comfortable and quiet? And am I going to have peace? And is it going to be too noisy? And will I get the food that I like? I mean, I usually like to just kind of allow serendipity to take me where it's going to take me when I arrive. But when you're in Europe, yes, it's different than America, but there's still so many similarities. I know I'm going to be able to get what I need to get. So I've made all these adjustments for this trip to Nepal by allowing it to just be what it's going to be. My mom, she took the same trip 20 years ago. And that's one of the things that's just so mind-blowingly exciting. It's like, I get to walk in the same adventure footsteps that she set off on 20 years ago. In the early 2000s, she was trekking through Nepal herself and here I am having an opportunity to do the same thing. And so we've talked about it a lot. She shared pictures with me. I'm going to have to share them with you, probably put them on my new Instagram account. I know, I told you I love Instagram. I don't know why. I think it's the relationships I get to build there and the way that I can communicate and almost share my heart, my daily inspiration, whatever downloads I'm having, like whatever I know needs to be said or shared I enjoy that process on Instagram. However, as I spoke maybe two weeks ago, I said, I'm kind of feeling a little less Kelly Wynn Studios and a little bit something else. Shutting off some of the layers of who I've been for so long, eight and a half years of being the artist and the art teacher and realizing that there's more to me, more more that I want to share. And I think that, you know, I mean, it's really easy to have just changed what I was doing on Kelly Wynn Studios with 58,000 followers right now and just said, here, this is what I am. And I am always true to myself. However, I'm also very respectful of the people who are there and following me. And I realize that they've come in to learn about art, not to learn necessarily about my spiritual, political, lifestyle, nature, traveling choices. (laughs) You know, that's not what the followers, 58,000 people came to follow me for. And so in respect and honor of them, I have started Kelly Wynn. Just no studios on the end of it. K-E-L-L-E-E-W-Y-N-N-E. And you'll be able to see my travels to Nepal there. Uh, I'll post what I can while I'm there. I don't think that I'm going to have a lot of internet access after the first few days, but when I get home, I'm going to continue to share this evolution of how the whole year, honestly, has completely upended my whole sense of being in the most beautiful, magnificent way, in the way that I've been able to connect deeper with my mother. Uh, I talked about it in a podcast episode sometime in the spring, um, the lessons that I learned from being on the road with her for three weeks. We took a tour through the Southwest 
She is my travel partner. She is one of my very best friends in this world. Uh, I relate to her so much and the pain and suffering she's spent through her entire life, ups and downs, losing her parents and uh, separation from estranged children, which are, you know, all these things that have happened. I think that there's just this time where I have so much greater respect and empathy and love for my mother. And, and through that, I've had this great deep healing this year that's also allowed me to have healthier relationships with everybody, deeper relationships with women, which I've always found myself having friction. And so those, the healing that I've had with myself and with my mother and in the relationships that I have on a daily basis has been so like heart expanding, mind expanding, spirit expanding. I can't even explain it. It's healing on a different level that I didn't expect. And so it makes it even more special, you know, just in my heart, I feel like, can you can you hear that I'm beaming over this, that I'm taking a trek through Nepal 20 years after my mom did. And I remember that trip she took so well. She, it was, it was still the dawn of the internet everywhere. We, you didn't have mobile phones the way we do with our little handheld computers. So she would like sneak off into back alleyways just so that she can send off an email to me to let me know she was okay. And of course that just the thought of her in these back alleyways and dark, dark internet cafes just made me so nervous. And she'd be like, I'm going with a local guide I just met today off on some trip an hour outside of Kathmandu. And we're going to go and watch some ceremonies, some religious ceremonies. And I'm like, you don't even know these people. Oh my God. And you're going. And here I am just like, oh, I couldn't even imagine it. But she went and she experienced it and she loved it and she came home and I just remember pouring through all those photos and experiences and the stories she told. So I would love to share some of that in contrast to the trip that I'm about to take, which is very similar in the journey that she took because she went to Kathmandu and then she did the Annapurna trek ending in Pokhara and then flying back out of Kathmandu. And so just the fact that this I don't even want to say it's serendipity. I think it's fate that I'm doing the same type of a trip that my mom did 20 years ago. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm obviously really excited about it. And I'm really like just excited to soak in the energy of a new place and a new point of view, uh, cultural immersion, understanding more of the Hindu traditions and the Buddhist traditions and the people of Nepal and the food that they eat and the way that their customs are and, and the spiritual experience and immersion that I get to have while I'm there, yoga and meditation every day and staying in a Buddhist monastery for a few nights and meeting with a shaman for a blessing. And all of these things are really beautiful, exciting experiences I just can't wait to have. But a lot of the transformation is happening leading up to it because it's what I asked for. It's what I set out my intentions for this year that were really something that I wanted to be able to experience was a deeper soul fulfilled spiritual alignment that I haven't allowed myself. It's not that I didn't know about it. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's that I haven't allowed myself to go to that place probably for decades now, you know, with little glimmers come in and then I push it away and put up my walls and 
I know why it's happened and maybe I'll discuss why another day. But the fact that I asked for it and I'm allowing it in now, it's happening and it's happening on so many different layers with my mom, with friends, with healing, with my relationship with my husband, with my patience, with my deeper admiration for my sons, for new relationships that I'm building with amazing people in my life, friends, uh, people that I work with that are also becoming friends, the the women who are in my mastermind that I've been participating in since February of this year, just this gratitude that I have for these amazing people that have come into my life in this year. And I just, I know that it would not happen had I not opened my heart up to change, to unfolding, to allowing for whatever it is that needed to happen to happen. And it's just a new spark of a new dawn of this. This is very brand new in this phase of my life. Like I said, there've been times in the past where I've delved into my own soul and spirit and connection with the greater divine. And then there have been many times where I've shut it down. It's it's a lot of times when we shut down and we move away from that, it's fear, it's uncomfortable feelings, it's um, honestly the daily grind and we don't know how to separate ourselves in that duality of here on earth, on this planet, this time with these people, doing our regular day to day. It seems weird that you're doing laundry one minute and you're wanting to communicate with God another minute. It is, it is a strange path to be on. But it's in time of going through that, that this kind of mesh of everything, you can start seeing it in this beautiful light come together, that it's all part of the experience. It's all divine. It's all love. And it's just amazing to get to that point. And it's also helped me really open up to how I can serve better with my work. You know, I'm loving teaching art more again, even though I'm not doing it on a grand scale like I used to, but in even the smallest ways with the grid journal project that I just released, it was a free, free little art course that's now had like 6,000 people sign up for it because it's just growing like wildfire. I did it really from my heart, just said, here's something that I want everyone to be able to enjoy. And of course, it builds my business at the same time, but it's just like seeing that beauty just spread. It's it's a wonderful, joyous thing. But even more important to that, and that's probably where I started this conversation, and I think where I'll take it into full circle and end this conversation, is that it's really helped me solidify my purpose as a leader in teaching others how to build aligned and profitable businesses. Because for so long, it was like, I know how to do this. Is it right? Can I teach other people to do this? Will they be successful? I don't want to fall in this trap of all of these other business gurus out there that make you think that you're able to accomplish something and then leave you hanging and dangling and and maybe really not deliver. I see so much manipulation and hurt and uh, just some dishonesty happening in the greater online business world. And that's 
created a long hesitation, two years now of me wanting to really dive into teaching it because I knew that if I was going to show up and teach you how to build a remarkable business, I needed to do it from a place that was, how do I say this? Just a place that was honest and true and with integrity and with a real clear vision of how I could help and why I needed to help, especially at this time and this place in 2022, after everything we've been through, well, let's just face it for the last couple decades, it's been a shit show out there. (laughs) But after everything we went through specifically with the pandemic and closing down and now opening up again. I just see things so differently. And we look at the economy and the volatility of politics and the environment and all these things that are happening that can scare us from being able to take that next big, amazing step. And yet I know, I just know that if I can help a few of you or or more, hopefully millions of people, be able to tap into their own true potential and create something amazing for themselves, it's going to reverberate around the world. And the the biggest catalyst for me in just the last month that said, this is so important to do, we need to be able to be sovereign and make our own money and affect the world and the people around us without relying on somebody else all the time. Women especially make a huge difference when they're making a substantial income. And I'm not talking about money for frivolous sake. I'm talking about money for an effective change. And so when you do something that you're passionate about and you're able to create something that is profitable and in alignment with your soul purpose and your integrity and your true nature and in service to everybody else. And by service, I mean, is it not service to put art into a home or on the walls of an office building where people feel joy from that? Is it not service to teach others how to make art so that they can be happy? Is it not service to lead retreats so that people have solace and comfort and community and connection? Whatever it is that you're choosing to do with your talents, is it not service if you're doing it from a a very holy place in your heart, from that place where you are called to do and called to show up and do something amazing with the talents you've been given and gifted in this lifetime? I mean, when women do this, especially, then it ends up changing, magnificently changing generations to come. And that's what I want to see happen. But the one big catalyst for me was watching the owner of Patagonia sign away the entire profits of the the company to the earth. He said, instead of shareholders, the money is all going to the earth from now on. So they've never um, gone public. They don't have of the board to make happy or the, the, the people who've bought into their shareholders or whatever. They don't have to worry about that because now all the money goes to a trust to support the earth. And I'm thinking billions of dollars. This, this, the owner, the whole family, not just the owner, but his whole family agreed upon this. 
And I'll, I'll link to it because I don't remember the, the gentleman's name that owns Patagonia, but I watched this video and you've probably seen it because it probably went viral because it's magnificent. It changes the whole paradigm of what capitalism is, that you can become a millionaire or a billionaire and use that money to make real change in this world. And when I saw that and I felt that and I knew that, that moment I was like, oh, you know, I provide for my family. I make sure that they, my kids get a good education and they're, they have exposure to the world that they can move on from this place with good values and continue to put that into this world. I help others. I support small businesses. I hire people that I know will make a difference in this world. I invest in enough money that I too could get to a place where I can turn everything over to the betterment of the earth, of, of my fellow mankind and womankind. It's like, I know I may be getting a little altruistic right now, but I, I am saying it from a very genuine place in my heart that I see that potential that real change is only going to come with money. What else can I say? Because the billionaires who are polluting and taking advantage and creating this capitalistic hell that many people go through where they're slave wages and not making enough to support themselves, we can earn money for ourselves and for our family and for our parents to take care of them and for our our children's children and then for the greater good of society. Even if all it is is being able to donate money to your favorite cause every year. But when you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't do that. When you're living and you're strapped and there's only so much, you can't make real effective change. And saving your money by not going to Starbucks and and not getting your favorite latte isn't going to make a difference. You'll save $1,400 this year. Yay. Or you could be making $14,000 more this month. And that's how I look at it. Imagine how much different that is when you're making money and you can make real change. Even if it's just for yourself and your family. To not ever have to worry again, how are you going to be able to to provide for your parents as they're aging? How are you going to provide for your children as they grow and they need to go to college? And and what happens if, like in my, my situation, my oldest son was in the hospital for two weeks this summer because his inflammatory disease, his Crohn's flared up. And then in the process, not even realizing he ended up with sepsis, but I have insurance to cover him and I have enough money to pay all the things that the insurance didn't cover. And there was this real relief that my son could feel that he could go and get the healthcare he needed. And I could help cover those expenses for him. Because when I was 24, no one was doing that for me. I joined the army so that I could get insurance and a roof over my head and and a steady paycheck. And I'm grateful for that, but he didn't have that choice. And we don't even need to get started on how much it frustrates me that I I pay $10,000 a year for insurance and I still have to pay thousands of dollars out of pocket to cover hospital bills. But I am so incredibly grateful that I have a job that helps pay for that. My husband, he works tirelessly. And here I am able to contribute to the family in a way that I hadn't been able to for the first 18 years of our marriage. But everything changed once I was able to make the click over 
make that switch in my mind of how I could turn my passion for art into a profitable business. And I hope you stick around and check out this podcast over the next few weeks, because not only will I be telling you more about my trip to Nepal, but I'll be telling you what I'm planning on creating for you. I have a new program. We're launching it in the spring. I'm putting all my focus into that right now. And I want to teach you the exact steps, the actual practical steps that I've taken to build the business that I have today and how I've tested these theories with small containers of coaching groups and seen that it works time and time again. And on top of that, my goal is to make sure that the people that I attract into the programs that I'm making and into the containers of beautiful community that I'm creating are all people who align with this greater vision of authenticity, of humility, of integrity, of service, of kindness, of love, who want to be leaders and visionaries and change makers for good in their community and beyond. If I'm speaking to you right now, if you approach this life untethered by dogma, opening your heart to all people, learning how to love endlessly of all races, religions, sexualities, and and ways of being in this world, then I invite you in to this circle so that we can continue to spread this love and to build each other up and to create businesses that are absolutely remarkable, uh, more, more beautifully amazing than we ever imagined, please join me. Come to Kelly Wynn, my Instagram account. Get to know me over there as I start to post. It's really an account meant for entrepreneurial, I should say conscious entrepreneurs. And if that resonates with you, then I invite you to come join me and see this journey as I take it. Come on. I would love to see you there. That's K-E-L-L-E-E-W-Y-N-N-E. All right, my friends, I'm going to wrap this up. I want you to have an amazing week. Set your goals, intentions. Do just a few really good things for yourself this week. If it means taking a little time out for a cup of tea or walking in nature, saying I love you an extra few times to the people around you, do that. Give some hugs and then set some goals for, you know, your big dreams and see if you can just check one or two things off. If it means, you know, trying out a new art technique or learning how to film something with your phone so that you can make reels, go for it. Do it. One little thing a week and you'll have just, it'll amaze you at how far you will get with one new thing a week. I love you all so much. Please don't forget to follow this podcast and give it a review if you love it. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.